The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Good evening, everybody. Welcome back to the Six Rings King Show on a new night, Monday night now, baby. We're really excited, actually, to have Eric McLean on the show here, college football analyst, co-host of the Huddle. Coach, yes, all right. First touchdown of the year. Miami Hurricanes, yeah. You know the name already. It's Merced. Ha ha. It's a six rig game show. Can't forget the name, though. Got jazz, blue, vision, DJ, break the game code. Ain't no changing up. Ain't no breaking up. Real port alive from the Hall Rock Stadium. Ball 14 for the orange or green. You see the six rig champs. It's more than a dream. This is life on the field. Beyond a hundred yards of hurricane. That's never still put a damage What's wrong with us? Seriously. What's wrong with us? We're Miami Hurricanes fans. Welcome to the Six Rings Cane Show, a show dedicated to Miami Hurricane sports, featuring the legendary Larry Bluestein, Jazz Santana, Vish, and Danny Gillette. Let's go Canes. Oh, welcome back. Good evening. Welcome back to the Six Rings Cane Show. What's going on, fellas? How you guys doing? Good, good. 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 Man, that intro, so much optimism at points this season. <laughs> Good. <laughs> That's all right, man. That's all right. We're still looking forward to 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 more in the future. Um, yeah, crazy day today, right? Uh, probably the craziest. Uh, it feels like the craziest day of the year. It's gonna be like the craziest week of the year. Um, you know, with the transfer portal finally opening up officially, legally, the transfer portal is now open. And um, as we were talking about earlier. I mean, we're talking about over seven, eight hundred kids already, probably in the portal. I know DJ. Last time we checked, it was at a six hundred and thirteen, six hundred thirty-three, something like that. So yeah, that was that was like three or four hours ago. So 
I mean, we're talking about, you know, seven, 800 kids. You're probably going to get over a thousand um, uh, D1 um, players in that transfer portal. And that's a tricky thing, right? Uh, we'll we'll kind of go over a few things. We're going to start off with. Yeah, I'll just, I'll just say Blue's been talking about this for months about how we're going to see something the likes of which we've never seen when that portal opens, couple with NIL. And, you know, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He tried to prepare us, but nothing <laughs> really prepared no, this, us for some of what has happened today. This is, this is overload. This is information yeah, this overload. Is, this it's, is a whole, whole it's crazy. New, new era. It's the type of thing where you don't believe it until you actually see it and read it. And boy, is it a lot to take I mean, in. Just as a, as a context, half the starting quarterbacks in the ACC are in the portal. So um, we're gonna get into that. We're gonna get into that. Uh, we're gosh, definitely gonna talk about. Um, we're definitely gonna talk about. First of all, we're probably gonna get into the, the Hurricanes, the guys that have. Um, you know, some of the guys that have entered the transfer portal. One, one bigish news, probably the you know uh, one surprise, but we're probably gonna get a couple more surprises after that. So uh, just uh, you know, be on the lookout for that. But. Um, you know, we're going to talk about the guys that are potentially going to come in and play for the University of Miami as well. We're not going to name them all. It's just too many names, obviously. But we'll kind of focus in on a couple of one, a couple of them. If you have some questions in the chat on some players, please feel free to to, uh, to throw it in there, and we'll do the best that we can. Look, look, coaches are, you know, the coaches, all the coaches, by the way, all the coaches are right now on the recruiting trail, right? So you've got some in California. You've got you've got Mario went to. Mississippi, I'm sorry, Minnesota, Georgia, and Florida all yesterday and visited a whole bunch of players. Uh, he visited Jackson, Car- uh, Jackson Carver over in Minnesota, went to Georgia to visit a couple of guys, um, then came back to Florida. You've got um, DVD who was actually able to get out there and uh, and visit, um, you know, Cormani McLean um, at his game uh, and uh, Jakeem Jackson as well uh, this past weekend when Lakeland took on Kissimmee Osceola. So you've got uh, Kevin Steele over in California with Collins and Chiampong, which we will speak about as well. Cause we've got some, we've got, we've got some recruits, some commitments this weekend, some big time commitments as well that we want to speak on. So we've got a lot to cover today, but I want I want to start off first with, uh, you know, the Canes players, right? A disappointing season for the Miami Hurricanes guys. Uh, we've got a lot of players that, you know, we, we saw the writing on the wall, uh, whether they just couldn't cut it here, whether they, you know, the, the culture didn't fit for them, lack of playing time, you name it. There's been a bunch of different things, right? Some talented guys that really didn't get to show much on the field or some some guys that really just weren't cut out to play on this team. So you're going to see a lot of movement. Right now, you've probably seen about uh, 10, 10 guys, maybe 10, 10 of Miami's players. I don't know um, the exact number, but uh, I want to kind of talk about, <coughs> excuse me, these guys first without naming them as a whole, right? Uh, we'll get into the Daryl Jackson news as well. That's probably the biggest one right now. Big surprise um, that uh, he was he entered his name into the transfer portal today uh, a few hours ago. So that's probably the biggest surprise there. Where you are you? Let's put it this way. Are you expecting another mass exodus from m- more players? on uh, this University of Miami football team. We'll start off with you, Blue. Blue, I, I know you've known some of these players that, you know, haven't been too happy and some of the guys that, you know, decided that they were going to leave. Maybe they, they decide to stay. I know there's another conversation about the quarterbacks. Um, you know, TVD was rumored to be entering the transfer portal. We all thought Jake Garcia was probably going to go to try to get a better opportunity somewhere else. Right now, as of right now, they're both on the team. They both decided they were going to stick. I think the biggest recruiting news so far is that TVD is going to stay. 
How do you feel about the quarterback room right now? Do you expect maybe one of them to leave? And then some of the other guys that you've seen that have entered the portal already uh, for the Hurricanes. Yeah, I don't think anybody's going to leave. I, I think uh, from the quarterback room, I think uh, Tyler probably understands that, uh, you know, his best deal for next year is to stay with this system, um, stay with the, with the players that he knows, whoever's left. Uh, but at the same time, I, I don't think where's Jake going to go. And, and that's my point. It, it, and I made this today and, um, I was on uh, a show in New York this morning and, and I made the same point. These kids are leaving without any place to go. And, you know, as a parent, I'm cringing because, uh, you're throwing away and a lot of them could have stayed in the positions where they're at. Okay. They probably didn't feel comfortable. Uh, but you just don't throw things away blatantly if you don't have anything else. I mean, you know, and, but they're doing it. And that's, if you look at the transfer portal and I don't know if, if uh, Danny uh, or any of you guys addressed how many are in the transfer portal, but you got to also remember there's still some from quite a few of them from last year. And uh, you know, I get, believe it or not, I get, um, Oh, about 10 to 20, uh, emails and and messages from kids. Hey, remember me? I'm, you know, I was here, I was there, now I'm nowhere. <laughs> and uh, I can understand their frustration, but if you looked at Deion Sanders' press conference uh, on Saturday uh, when he met his team, the Colorado team, and he just, he put it into perspective. He says, uh, most of you guys won't be here. And he's just, he's being transparent parent he's being real because a lot of these kids may not fit into the plans and uh, you know his plans are to and you know he's from that old school and so is mario cristobal i mean as far as you know the, the party's over you know the uh, you know that that easy way of doing things you know i mean if you're satisfied with five and seven you're satisfied with one and eleven go somewhere else because the train is running at Miami and it's moving forward and it's going to be picking up more and more speed if you're not willing to put the effort in. And that means making a sacrifice. And the sacrifice is if you're not starting, still be a team player. You know, they've done it for decades at Alabama. They do it at Ohio state. Some guys are second and third teams teamers that used to be starters in high school and used to be the big men on campus, but they're not now. So you got to be a team player. And if you're not, there's the highway and we'll see you later because there's a lot of kids, as you mentioned, it's not going to be hard to fill out a roster. It really won't because now you've got thousands in there and you just look at kids' names that, you know, Mario Cristobal or any of the other coaches say, hey, listen, I remember that kid when I coached so-and-so and I like him. You know, let's look at this film. Let's, you know, talk to some people about him. And I think that's what's going to happen. And um, poor high school seniors, that's the thing. And I'm dealing with that because that's what, my basically that's what my job is in life is to promote these high school seniors and get them scholarships. So unless you're a five or four star, you know, you're, you're falling into a situation where someone's going to much rather have a 20, a 21 year old sophomore to be a junior who's mature, who's got the grasp of what it takes to be a college student already. And, and, and is more mature over a 17 year old high school kid. And that's what you're going to face. And uh, so if you're offered, and this is, I could tell all the kids out there watching, if you are offered, you commit. You could always break that commitment if you find somebody, you know, better. But commit, 
get that damn thing and, you know, and, and make sure you tell everybody just so you can put the school on, you know, this, everyone's going to look at the school. And if they, you know, if they break that commitment, if the school breaks the commitment, it's more harsh because of the fact that they've got to think out of the box because if Joe Smith from, I don't know, Norland high school gets screwed, then the future kids from Norland high school and the coaches are not going to be looking at the school as much. And, that was something that uh, Walt Frazier, former Miami Carroll City uh, head football coach, legendary, told me that, you know what? The one thing that I've ta taught my kids is that if you make a commitment, you're going to follow it through. Now, we expect the same from the colleges. And he told Reuben Carter, who was at Maryland at the time, he said, listen, my kid commits to you. It's a bond. It's his word is 100 percent. Now, if he commits to you and you break that commitment. You won't be welcome on this campus anymore. So. There's, you know, there's a lot of games being played, guys. And um, uh, from the standpoint of this transfer portal, it's helping and it's hurting. And, um, and yes, to answer your question, I think there's going to be more kids because I think this is the first wave for a lot of these schools. Alabama lost 14 kids today. <laughs> I mean, you know, but those 14 kids don't even make a dent in, you know, in what they have. You know, I mean, but that's what I'm trying to say. You get kids like that because, you know, Alabama, Ohio State, you know, Clemson, they're recruiting four and five star kids and that's who they get. So if they decide to leave, those are the first kids that will get looked at, you know, like, oh, I remember that kid. You know, he may not have fit in Alabama's plans, but he certainly fits over here. So that's what's going to happen. And um, I think that, uh, you know, don't be surprised. I just think that just from talking, uh, you know, our good friend, Frank Ponce, who maybe we should have on maybe in the mid January again, talk to him a little bit, but you know, we talked about this uh, last week and uh, you know, he just told me the one thing is, is he says, you know, you gotta be positive about this whole thing. I mean, this is, we're coming off a year where, you know, we failed to meet expectations. But then I said to him, I said, what kind of expectations can you come in when most of those kids, 70% of those kids weren't yours, you know, you, you're working with somebody else's kids. You can make all the promises you want. That's why when Deion Sanders said to the Colorado kids, yes, the other day, he goes, I got 12 of my kids that are coming in and they're going to, they're going to, it's up to you to beat them out. I like that. I like that. So let's see what happens. Uh, but I, I definitely think the high school seniors are getting screwed. And a lot of these average portal kids wasted their time going into the portal. And uh, because they're where are they going to end up, where are they going to end up? Jazz, you're, you're muted. I'll, I'll just chime in real quick. Um, so I think what we're seeing. Yes, is please just, chime in. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I think what we're, what we're seeing here is the I mean, it's, it's more professionalization, which is good in total for the players. But they got to be a lot more professional with their decision making and their behavior and more calculating than they had to be in the past. It's just accelerating their maturity. You're going to get in the portal. You better have a landing spot. The high school seniors, like Blue said, secure that offer early because if you wait till now and now you're not competing with other high school students anymore. In, in August, July, you are. Now you're competing with all of these kids in the portal too. So, you know, it's just, it's about being methodical with that and securing your offers early. And also just all, all these decisions that go into the portal, we're going to learn more over time. Obviously, when a kid leaves the school, it also opens the spot up. So, um, so, so there's going to be just a lot of player movement. That's like the new reality. It's basically free agency. Um, 
What I would say is, yeah, I expect a lot more kids, frankly. I checked the 247 website. Looks like we had about 10 in there right now. Did not, Daryl Jackson Jr. wasn't there yet. So that's right. at least 11. I expect at least a handful more. We're probably going to hit close to 20. Um, so I, I, and I'd say Daryl Jackson Jr. is the first, you know, regular player that was starting that played a lot of snaps that we've seen go in there. He's probably not the last, though, because. You know, some of them were playing by default because we didn't have we didn't have people. So I, I I think we'll probably see some other eyebrow raisers. And, and on the quarterbacks, I'd be I'd be surprised if all three are here through the whole process. Because as much as um um you know you're saying, well, where will they go? Well, I mean, half the like I said, the top half the ACC quarterbacks that were starters at the beginning of the year are in the portal already. Those those teams need quarterbacks now. Yep. So the, the player movement also opens spots keep, up. Keep so I, I don't know that all three of our our quarterbacks are going to be here come come spring. Some of the most notable names, uh, Phil Jerkovich, uh, and uh, transfers from Boston College ends up at Pitts, right? He's, I think he's a local kid from Pittsburgh. Uh, so he's going to go down there and play with his former offensive coordinator. Keaton Slovis has entered um, uh, the transfer portal as well. But uh, probably the biggest name in the, I would say the biggest name in the ACC that has transferred is uh, uh, NC State quarterback Devin Leary. That's a big one. I think he's looking to get. Not only is he looking to get paid, but I think a team like a Notre Dame or one of these big time teams that are, you know, in the hunt for national titles or ranked in the top ten of the country, they're going to want a guy like Devin Leary, who's you know one of the top quarterbacks in the country yeah. before he got hurt. So. Uh, and another one is DJ Uyangalele. I know, you know, he, you know, he, you know, sometimes he shows you glimpses of brilliance and then sometimes he's not very good. Right. But I think the writing was on the wall there with Kate Klubnik coming in and, um, and being, you know, pretty good. I think that uh, DJ decided that it's probably in his best interest. Chances are he's going to go out West again. All right. Uh, but uh, you, you mentioned the Vish. There's, there's a lot of players. Uh, the biggest name for Miami is Daryl Jackson right now. You know, significant playing time. Obviously, was one of the starters. Probably one of our better defense alignment. There is other. It's not. I don't think it's a matter of NIL with him. Uh, you know, th- there may be some other things that are affecting it. You know, family wise, we won't get into that. But uh, the point is, you're going to see a lot of these names, DJ. You, you've seen it all throughout the ACC. Uh, uh, with my Clemson is one of the teams that has some of the most um, uh, defectors as well. I think they had somewhere along nine or 10 kids already. Virginia tech has 10 Ohio state had 10. I know they're not in the ACC, but uh, you know, just some, some bigger programs that are having Texas a lot of A&M had 11, I think. Yeah. Texas A&M had 11. <laughs> not so uh, Ohio State's in the that playoffs, mind you. <laughs> another, another big time offensive tackle just, uh, um, tra- and, and to the transfer forward from Alabama, Brock Meyer, uh, the kid Brock Meyer, another offensive tackle who's a big, big time name. Uh, we'll get into uh, Javion uh, Cohen in a little bit because he's a big name that Miami, that obviously Alabama, you know, the two year starter in Alabama. Um, and he's a big time name that I think Miami is uh, on the heels of uh, right now. But uh, DJ, you really quick just to kind of round out the, you know, Miami Hurricane, the actual players for the Kings that are leaving. How many more do you expect to leave? Uh, do you expect many more surprises or kind of just a, I don't want to say the run of the mill players, but you yeah. know, the, the guys that just didn't really get it done here. I expect more so the guys that just didn't really get it done here. I think, you know, the guys that, you know, did get it done are going to stay. And the guys that, 
either like you guys said it's not for them or you know they they this isn't what they signed up for i guess for lack of a better term i think they're gonna go i don't think there's gonna be any more big names so to speak i do think there may be a couple of and i don't like using this term either but fringe players for lack of a better word um i don't really expect any big names but i do expect to see some more departures nothing major in my opinion that could change as we all know yeah i'm and i'm not by the way i'm not too concerned about you know making room for the guys that we are going to bring in because i think it's all going to work itself out but as as blue excuse me as blue mentioned you know it it, it puts i i don't i don't know if it's going to affect here's why right there's here's my reasoning for this i don't know if it's going to affect high school players as much as maybe we thought before because of the rules that have changed recently where they're allowed to recruit more of uh, Vish, what was that law that, that, that went into effect again? Maybe you might remember where, uh, you know, programs are able to recruit more players now. Yeah, it's, it's the, 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 the cap. I forget the, there's some, there's some technical name for which yeah, is in space as well, but it, yeah. the cap of 25, in a year is gone. It's gone, right? So it's just it's just managing to the eighty-five. So you can bring in forty players if you want right now, right? If so 40, if you have the scholarships for it. So. It and again, Blue, you probably know this better than uh, than we do because you're entrenched in it, right? Like you're you're in there with the high school kids, and yeah, they're still gonna have issues finding a spot on some of the some some of those those big time programs or the power fives and maybe even the group of fives. But you still got some really, really talented players that are probably going to end up in the FCS level or at some of these smaller schools right. that, but then group of but, five schools, group of five schools, but then they'll probably ball out, show out, and end up in the transfer portal yeah. next year, right? It's it's a vicious cycle with it when it comes to this. So it's unfortunately be that's interesting the way to it's see. Happened. Oh yeah. I mean, you oh, look yeah. at Keaton Slovis. I mean, you know, he left USC to get yeah. to Pittsburgh, and now he's leaving. And now he's leaving. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he's only got one. Uh, yeah, Phil Djokovic as well. Um, where was he before? Was he anywhere before Boston College? Notre Dame. And oh, then, that's right. That's yeah, right. I think uh, he, he started out at Notre Dame. He did. And then he got beat up by uh, Brandon Wimbush, I think. Oh, Ooh, wow. I want to say. I'd well, leave too. But this happens, right? <laughs> Blue, uh, Vish, DJ, all of you. This happens. Sometimes, you know, you're at a place, you get beat out by someone, right? Yeah. And... You go to another place and, and you show out and you're you're all of a sudden yeah. this really yeah. good player, right? Development is key, of course. Opportunity is key because to me, I'm going to be honest with you guys, and this is not a knock on Jake Garcia, but right now he's in a tough spot because he's in between TVD and Jakari Brown, and then you've got Emery Williams coming in. God knows who else, uh, you know, uh, I mean, we all know who else Mario's going after, right? The 2023, 2024 kids. He's still going after kids. So now Jake is in a tough spot. Not He's a talented kid. He's had a, a tough break here. He hasn't looked great. He's kind of regressed a little bit for one reason or another. He is the, the quintessential guy that can go in and he's maybe he won't start at a power five school, but you give him an opportunity at a group of five. Um, and he's gonna he would he would get it. He definitely I think a school would look at him and bring him in and make him the starting quarterback in a group of five, like a Charlotte or like a you right, know, right. you know, one of these smaller. Well, you made programs. a good point. Well, it's also you know it's I mean? also if why he, not take that opportunity at this point? We build up your stock. Yeah, and that's definitely true. And I think at this point, you know, the way the quarterbacks were handled this year was so I would say head scratching at times. I have no idea what they think of Jay Garcia. Because it looked like they had, okay, Jakari's ahead of him, in which case he's got to go because he's basically never going to play here. Two, he played most of the last game. 
Right. So I, I don't, but obviously he should have a better understanding of where he stands. If he knows TBD's coming back, TBD's the starter, and Jakari's the next guy off the bench. Right. Even going to another program where you don't have the guaranteed start, at least you have an opportunity to compete. That's still better than here where you know your third third yeah. in line and, and that the coaches have already seen you for a year and they've kind of made that decision. No coach is ever going to say it's set in stone. Like, oh, yeah, you can go out okay. there and compete. But even, you know, if they think TVD is the guy. Oh, I think Barry is going to keep it real with him. Yeah. I think yeah. yeah but, I mean, but they'll always tell any player and any good coach would do this. Hey, if you right. go out there and prove that you should be on the field, but he's not going to have the chance to do that. No, he he's not. That, so. And here's the thing, right? Like, so the, the story was also that, you know, he's tra- he's transferred so much leaving from California, going to Georgia in the COVID year, and then coming down to Florida, that he kind of wants some stability in his life. I get that. I understand that. Well, there's a school 15 minutes down the road or 20 minutes down the road that I guarantee you needs a quarterback at FIU. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, I mean, yeah. about, you know, you know what I mean? Like, hey. And they're coming up here. with kids too. So and, they're... Yeah, they're, they're building their program up from scratch with Coach McIntyre and all that yeah. stuff too. So, you know, you've got opportunities. Uh, what does Gary say? I wonder how much it was. We don't have a line on Jake isn't ready fast enough. At least Jakari can run, so let's go with him. Yeah, I mean that could be that could be it as well. There's 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 a lot of things I'm sure uh, that that went into not playing Jake or or playing Jakari and so on and so forth. We can kind of speculate uh, till we're blue in the face with that. But um, right. I just think it's going to be interesting to see what what else happens with the Canes. Moving along because Sorry, real, real quick, yeah, guys, and, and I mean real quick for once for real. Um, so the name of that twenty-five scholarship limit was called initial counters. The initial counters, there which you doesn't go. make any sense. So that's why we can never remember it. But anyway, yeah. that was it. <laughs> Nobody likes it. It sounds whack. <laughs> and I will say, to the point of high school development, a lot of these transfer portal guys are are going to go to programs, and programs are going to get players who want to win right now, but they may be on the I don't want to say higher le- higher level of eligibility, but they may only have one or two years left. So you're going to need to develop high school talent right. in order to offset the transfer portal additions because a lot of these guys are, you know, <laughs> you know, veterans, so to speak. Yep. DJ, I want to start off with you on this, okay, because um, uh, this is interesting. Are there any guys that have entered the portal so far um, that have surprised you, right? Not, not from UM, not from Miami, but like from – you know, just in college football as a whole, is there anybody that has kind of surprised that you say, hey, the Kane's got to go after this guy, right? I, well, let's put it this way. Forget about even that. Just the guys that have surprised you that have come out in the portal. Cade McNamara, because I thought he was one of the uh, biggest quarterbacks in college football in terms of name. And then just, you know, just Keaton Slovis again, because I figured he would at least try to stay where he was at. Maybe I'm not sure exactly the full reasoning behind it, but it's just crazy to me how some of these guys transfer after one year in a program after already transferring. And I mean, I guess, I guess McNamara and Slovis would be my two guys that really kind of surprised me because those were some of the bigger names. Now I get McNamara was beat out by JJ McCarthy and Slovis didn't have the best season, but still, I mean, like we said earlier, if you're looking for a quarterback, this transfer portal cycle is for you. Oh, yeah. Um, Vish, are there any names that maybe you uh, seen that have come out in the transfer portal that kind of pique your interest or you say, hmm, that's 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 surprising that those guys are out? Yeah, quite a few, actually. I guess the one, the one thing I didn't really see shifting, 
I assumed if you're at a major program and you're starting and playing a lot, you're not really going to do this. Boy, was I wrong. I mean, there are teams, <laughs> up, try, players trying to upgrade slightly to like maybe position yourself a little bit better, get to the playoffs. And I just, so for me, oh God, I'm space on the name, the North Carolina cornerback. Cody Grimes. Yeah, that, that, I mean, he was a starter. He's their best, probably their best defensive player. They're in the ACC championship game on Saturday on Mondays mm-hmm. in the portal. Yep. I mean, that was the type of stuff you, you kind of expect like our players to be like looking around, but you know, the teams that are kind of performing better, um, Arizona's best players in the portal to the receiver, um, who we, we did might not. or might not have, 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 have offered. We did not. Uh, Singer, yeah. Singer, yeah, yeah Singer, um, who who says we offered him, but a uh, little friend of the program, Gabby Rudia, disagrees with him. So yeah. <laughs> I'll go primary source material on that one. But um, but so, yeah, I think, I think that's the shift we're seeing is that, even even um, Eric All from um, Michigan was their starting time. Yeah, you got hurt. Didn't really play a lot. He's in the portal. They're in the playoffs. Yep. Yeah. Like that's just I mean, crazy, I think, right? It's crazy. Well, but I think part of it is that window has shifted so much earlier with signing day coming early. Those yep. same thing we were talking about. Call it like the high school kids got to lock their spots up. These kids know if I go in the portal in January, there might not be spots for me between the kids getting in there earlier and the high school kids signing early. I might be out of luck, and even if the team's in the playoffs, if I'm not. Don't feel part of that team or a big part of that team. I got to make my move now. Um, it's just a paradigm shift. I'm, I'm really curious to see, you know, next year with the with the 12 team, or I guess two years from now, the 12 team playoff. You know, there could be major players starters on these playoff teams because right now we're still seeing like fringe players off the playoff teams. There could be like the best player off the 12th team in the country hit the portal before the playoffs. Cause like, we're going to lose anyway. And I gotta, I gotta secure my, my future. I mean, you're seeing it in coaching too, where uh, it was like Satterfield's going from Louisville to Cincinnati and they're playing. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's this is, these are wild times we've got here. Um, uh, by the way, some people, I just, just realized now, some people are, are asking, you know, why they don't see pictures of, of Kevin Steele and only of Charlie Strong uh, when he's visiting people. Trust me, Kevin Steele is out on the recruiting trail. trail. He's out in California with, uh, gosh, who was it that he was with? Oh, Roderick Wright with Coach Wright uh, over to visit Collins at Champagne. So we'll get to that in a second. But, Blue, I kind of wanted to get your thoughts on, on some of the players that we've been hearing that um, – you know, Miami may may be looking at them, okay? But uh, I think that the first one we want to talk about, which is probably one of the biggest names, is uh, Javion Cohen, the uh, the guard out of uh, Alabama that has entered his name in the Jackson uh, in the Jack in the transfer portal. Um, I was thinking already about another player, <laughs> um, but he entered his name in the transfer portal. Your thoughts on Javion Cohen and what? You know, because a lot of people are saying that's the guy that Miami has to go after. I mean, we need a guard. We need a big guy like that. What are your thoughts on a kid like JV and Cohen? Yeah, well, uh, Ole Miss seems to be the, the landing spot for him right now because they're showing a lot of interest. I mean, and it's an SEC school. Um, but I agree with you. I mean, he'd be a really, really, really good guy, especially – with Frankie Tenelu and, and, and Malgoa coming in and having a couple of other kids. So he would be a, a guy that's what I talked about before, somebody who's been there, done that, got the college life kind of 
acclimated. I'll tell you a program you got to kind of watch out for. They're gonna they're gonna start pulling in, especially because they lost their quarterback. Is Florida? Um, I, I think that when you talk about some of the top tier quarterbacks that are coming out right now, uh, you mentioned yeah, they'll a be looking for one, right? They'll be looking huh? for one. They'll be looking for one. That's for sure. definitely. That's why I'm saying, you know, you you've got to look at some of these programs that are losing some of these kids, and what they need. Uh, and and I go, uh, what I what is that saying? I didn't hear Brady. What he read? What did Charles write there? I'll post it up. Keep an eye on the come to Jesus meeting with Jay Williams. I'm assuming James Williams that Blue was talking about. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. About moving him into the box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll talk I about that. Do. We'll talk about that later. We're, yeah, yeah. But talk. I, but to to answer your question, I think what you, you look at some of these guys, some of these coaches that Miami has with all this experience, and remember probably with the exception of Charlie Strong, who hadn't been in it, but you look at a die and you look at some of the Oregon coaches and you look at uh, Steele and people who have been around. Remember, they recruited a lot of these kids to begin with. So they're figuring, you know, they know a lot about them. And uh, those would be kids. I think the Alabama kids would be a priority because you know what type of atmosphere they're coming out of and what work ethic they have. Uh, so I think you go to those programs that are losing kids that, uh, you know, unless it's an exceptional kid out of Texas A&I, you know, I mean, uh, but you go to these programs that are established and that, that's what I think. And that's, you know, just talking to some people, that's what's going to happen. And um, uh, Coach Adai even uh, stuck his head into the St. Thomas uh, Tampa Jesuit game last week because I don't think they've really given up on uh, on Mac and Hussey. Even though they're committed to Penn State, <clears throat> both of them would come in and be immediate, immediate impact. Uh, Mac is just, he turned that game around by himself the other night. Uh, Hussey's a tremendous safety prospect. Um, so that's the thing, too. You, you were talking about the transfer portal, and I think a lot of the focus is going to be na- na- nationally on a transfer portal. But that's where Miami can win out on this, on kids who are, you know, high school kids who are down to a decision in between this and that school. And all of a sudden the school that they're looking at brings in a 20 year old defensive back that, uh, that might push them back in the pecking order. And I think that's another thing that Miami's really going after. And uh, I mean, I, there's a lot of kids. I mean, you know, I mean, to pinpoint them right now, I would just be stabbing into the dark as far as the kid, but everybody's on their wish list, jazz. I mean, you know that, I mean, Anybody comes out, I mean, even like the Justin Flows of this world. I mean, you we all know what kind of impact that kid has. Oh, yeah. He's uh, another one that went to the transfer portal. So huh? he just entered the transfer portal. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And okay. uh, so I'm sure there, you know, he he loved Coach Fell. I know that for a fact. And uh, obviously, uh, you know, the Mario is the guy that went after him and uh, beat actually beat Miami out for him, I believe. So, um, yeah, you got to watch those guys who came down. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I'm sorry. You cut off. That's why. No, I was saying that you've got to watch a lot of these kids who have had ties with these coaches before. Right. Uh, I think uh, DJ mentioned um, quarterback out of Michigan who had a really, really good year last year. Well, who was his offensive coordinator? So you – Josh now Dennis. you have somebody. Yeah, but he's some, ending up at Iowa. He's going. Yeah, to he Iowa. went to Iowa. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm just saying. I mean, you look at guys like that. 
Uh, you know, I mean, you know what type of type of player he was, what type of system he is. So, uh, you know, I mean, just you, you never know what's going to happen. You know, I mean, you, you just I mean, there's a whole lot of these like I, when I talked to Charlie Strong and he was telling me about a bunch of kids that he tried to go after. And this was, uh, I think, maybe in July or August. And he goes, damn, I wish we could have got those kids. Some of those kids are now I saw two of them enter the transfer portal. So uh, we'll see. You know, I mean, I, by the way, I, keep in I, mind, keep in mind the transfer portal. They've got 45 days to make their decision as well. This is not like they. Yeah, can, no, no. But can take I, forever. And, and you're probably going to see what you're probably going to see a lot is blue um, is a lot of these players. Some of these big, big, big names that are out there in the transfer portal now testing the waters to try to build up their stock and get some more NIL money from the team that they're with well, and then go right back out and, you know, come right back out of the transfer portal. Yeah, it's sad, but it's, see that. It's, it's happening. And there's going to be a lot of these guys that are going to be, you know, pawning themselves in the off season, you know, I mean, right. just uh, the, like they're going to be trolling. I get upset because of the fact that uh, the fact that a lot of these kids, you know, I mean, just, I, you know, I mean, they think more of themselves than they really are. So, I mean, and of we'll see. I'm, I'm not going to let – you see, I'm I'm going to go with my instincts with Mario Cristobal because here's a guy who, like you said, he's out busting his butt on the recruiting trail. And I'm sure all the colleges are around the country. But remember, this is the thing that Miami won't have to worry about. Is they don't have a bowl game. Well, <laughs> these other guys are trying to get ready for their bowl games. And – I want to see which college team, and I know it'll suck, that pulls out of a bowl game because they don't have enough kids. <laughs> yeah, right. Somebody brought that up today, and I didn't think about that. But you may get a lot of these. I mean, like already, a couple of quarterbacks aren't going to be playing. A couple of running backs aren't going to be playing. It's it, There's got to be some rule. There's got to be just some rule. I, I, mean, I think Vish mentioned that earlier today, right, Vish, Vish about the whole – you know, that, that should probably move the transfer portal date till after, you know, on January, in January instead because of the bowl games and all that. Yeah. Yeah. If they, if they want like, like blues points, it's just going to get worse. Like eventually, yeah. if not this year, there's going to be a team who's like, we don't have enough players. Yeah. The NCAA is going to have to do something. To play to, here, to so, this. Which means they won't or they will make it worse. But well, anyway. But I mean, the other thing is you can't force the players to play. Well, I might no, you're right. The ball game anyway, even if they're not allowed no, to be I... technically in the portal yet. Like, why sure. do you want to go but, get it? Hey, but Vish, these places spend millions and millions of dollars to get, you know, a bowl game nice and for the kids and bring a lot of sponsors. And they don't want to come in and, have and all that stuff. Yeah. Two JV teams playing. I mean, that's that's not right to anybody, really. Yeah. Yeah, they got but I understand what you're saying. Tough. I mean, you know, look, let's say down here in the Orange Bowl, all of a sudden, a couple of kids. Well, you already have the two guys that started at quarterback won't be playing quarterback, and Hooker and um, um, what's his DJ. name? Uh, DJ. Yeah, DJ. Yeah. So, okay. uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm just. But if when you ask me about the if you, the transfer portal, I have to you have to wait and see who really is going to be in and who. But I. I I, I look at ties and uh but I'll 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 be asking more questions in the next week or so. David is in the house. What's up, Dave? How you doing, man? From Sebastian's Lane over in the uh 
uh, Miami Flow Media. What's going on, guys? Everybody that's on the on the show, we appreciate it. Les, Les has a question. What effect uh, – I'll answer this really quick. What effect will Dion have on the IMG portal players now? IMG was a direct connection with the U. Well, uh, that him going to Colorado doesn't mean that we don't have a direct connection to the U. I think there's there's still that pipeline there. Uh, look, Dion is on the other side of, of, this, of the country. He's going to get his, right, just like everybody else is. He may get a guy or two here and there. Um, but uh, if Dion wants to be successful, he's going to have to recruit the West Coast also. He's in Pac-12 country over there. You got to go and get – you'll get some guys, but yeah. I don't think IMG is going to have any effect on, on where Dion Sanders is coaching. West Coast and the Midwest too. Yeah. I think those will be his two big areas. I wouldn't worry too much about Florida, but you never yeah. know. You'll get a guy or two. Yeah. I mean, it is what it is, right? But, uh, you know, worried about him taking – no, I'm not, no. I'm not worried about that. I'd be more worried about – Mario going to the West Coast and taking the guys he wants for Colorado so um, than anything else. But um, just kind of getting back to it really quick, we'll kind of close out with uh, some transfer portal stuff here. I think this is fun. Out of all the guys that are in the portal now, okay, out of the guys that are in the portal now, um, who give me two players that you want to see Miami go after. We'll start off with uh, you, Vish. We'll start off with you. So for me, yeah. I'm looking at – kind of where our weaknesses were this year. So give me so flow. No, I mean <laughs> I'm assuming TBD is coming back otherwise oh, I'd say oh, I, gotcha, otherwise gotcha. I would grab two quarterbacks. But <laughs> so I'm going linebacker with 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 flow out of Oregon and then um offensive lineman Cohen from Alabama. <laughs> if we can if we can pick. Right. Don't like, even ask me because those are the two I this is not oh, you gotta pick someone else, Blue. You gotta pick oh, someone man. else. But, you know, if we, if we Come can, on, if, if we can as soon as you ask that question, oh, because that's a need. I mean Yeah, no, know, it's the same, it. it's probably the same logic I have. Like we need to yeah. better offensive line play, we need better yeah, line. I, I, I want to hear yours, Blue. What do you what do you got? Those were the two guys that I was really zoned in on. I you know, and I can't think of anybody else right now that Miami really would target. I mean, that that are difference makers that can come in and really just impact the team right away in 2023. See, there's other guys that made that, you know, because remember, I mean, I you could look at tight ends, but Miami's going to have a just a massively uh, impressive tight end room. Um, I'm just, I'm thinking, I don't know. I, I, I don't know anybody. I was just looking at that list and I said, those are the two guys that just jumped out at me. I, I'd throw in, you know, Singer, the receiver. It's very productive. We need just a reliable target man. So I would throw him as a third in. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? 
outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Uh, what, what about you, DJ? Yeah, I see DJ doing his homework there, too. Yeah, no, I'm definitely doing my homework because there's like way it. too many names. There is way too many names. Um, I was thinking Thornton, the wide receiver from Oregon, and then one name that popped up that I really like is the linebacker, uh, Desan McCullough from Indiana. He made an impact as a freshman, and I know we have linebackers coming in, but when you have, I I believe he was a Big Ten honorable mention, and when you have ready-made linebackers, as we've learned the hard way in past years of when we didn't, you take them. So I think. I'd really like Jason McCullough and uh, Thornton, and I think nice. those would fill two big needs. Yeah, that's those are good. Those are good. So when I did this on on Max's show, uh, was it on Max's show? Yeah, was it? I can't even remember now, but I think so. Um, it was still early, but I picked um, I picked the kid Damian George from from Alabama and Grant Debose from Charlotte, who were early guys that that had already uh, mentioned it, but I'm going to go a little different this time. Um, I'm going to go. And I, I know I mentioned this guy in the, uh, in the chat earlier, uh, all good names by the way, Justin Flo, Tony Banks, all really good names. I'm going to go with, uh, I believe I'm saying his name, right? I hope I don't butcher it. The linebacker just entered the portal for Ohio state Taraja Mitchell, I believe, uh, is the name. Yeah. Taraja Mitchell. Um, good work, Jess. Yeah, yeah, I'm getting better, man. You know, I'm getting better. Yeah. Uh, Taraj, Taraj Mitchell is a line again, the linebacker. Going with the linebacker thing. The only reason I don't, I don't pick Justin Flo right off the bat is because of his injury concerns. Right, he's very injury prone. Um, you know, although he did play a lot this this year, just wasn't super super productive. Um, so I have my concerns, but he's still talented. Right, he's a big dude. I mean, talking about six three, two twenty five, two thirty. Right, maybe even more. Um, when healthy, he sidelines a sideline. There's not a lot better than him, so I like Justin Flo. But I'm going to go to Roger Mitchell as my as my first guy uh, that I want to see Miami go after. And since since Vish, since you took JV on Cohen, I am going to go with. <sighs> this is a tough one, man. But it, offensive line has been the biggest issue for us. Big time. Like, this is the biggest issue for us. So I'm going to go. I can't remember the kid's name. He's out of Iowa. Uh, Brock or Polk, something like that. Uh, geez, I can't remember his name now. Um, DJ, I'll I look know. him up for you. I know yeah, who you're Brock, talking about. Yeah, he's, he's, he's a big, big offensive lineman from Iowa as well. Uh, we need the offensive line. That offense, uh, offensive line needs to, needs to shore up. So, look, some honorable mentions. Tyrese Chambers out of FIU, stud wide receiver. Uh, a little bit on the smaller end, but he is an absolute stud. Uh, Blue, I'm sure you know you 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 know Tyrese uh, pretty yeah. well um, yeah. as far as what a talent he is. Uh, Seven McGee is a guy that I think Miami 
ends up picking up. Uh, Tony Grimes would be a big name. I just don't think that he's going to look at Miami. I think he's probably going to try to go to, uh, you know, one of these playoff teams, to be quite honest with you. Uh, you know, he's that kind of guy. Now, don't get me wrong. <laughs> um, with open arms, my man, come, Tony Tony Grimes, get over here. But, no, um, uh, DJ, you got the name there by any chance? Get out of Iowa? Iowa? I found a linebacker from Iowa. I, I, I haven't found an offensive lineman. Well, there's so many Iowa kids. I know. There's, there's a lot of kids. but um, <laughs> Iowa has, like, yeah, a lot. <laughs> they got a lot of kids over there. Uh, and, and then another one is is Cavassier Smoke is a kid out of Kentucky. Uh, talented kid. Was hurt this year also. So um, that's what you're going to see a lot of too, Blue, right? You're going to see a lot of kids that maybe were injured um and not necessarily don't have the talent but you know somebody else stepped up in their in their position and is kicking ass and they're gonna want to go somewhere else and get some playing time so you're gonna see that a lot there's a lot of wide receivers that are out now uh vish mentioned one dorian singer uh dante cephas the kid uh, um, out of a smaller school as well uh to kent state so you, you got a lot of players out there that you know, Miami's going to look at, and, and I think the board just has just expanded even more now. Uh, I'll, ju- I'll just say, you know, we went five and seven this year. Our chat's undefeated, though, because we get these back-to-back. Tony Grimes, ASAP, boom, he is trash. I like it. I like it, baby. <laughs> Love our chat. Yeah, shout-out <laughs> to the chat, chat baby. Shout-out to the chat. 52 Biggie and Lee. I like it, baby. I like it. I like it. Um, yeah, Did you uh, – there was the other kid, the kid that came out of Mississippi State, the wide receiver, Rara Thomas. Oh, Rara Thomas. Kid. Yep. Uh, yeah, I watched him out of high school. That's a kid that a lot of people are on early on. So you, you never know what happens. I mean, like you mentioned, like somebody like uh, Javion Cohen, uh, who's, you know, I mean, the guy's a mammoth kid. I mean, he's a he's an agile guy. I, I you know, I just I couldn't figure on how, you know, he wouldn't have been a guy that I thought would have left. But, uh, you know, I know what? right. That's a crazy thing, right? Yeah, that's you don't think about that. Yeah, I mean, especially because my uh, Alabama's really good at, you know, bringing in, you know, guys and putting placing them at the next level. And you know, I mean, at all positions. So I mean, you know, you like I said, I mean, a Devin Leary, like you said, he was a perfect fit for a Notre Dame or you know a program like that. Yeah, Hell, I would Devin Leary might be a guy that might end up at Alabama because Bryce Young is out. He's going to the yeah. NFL. So, yeah. and I mean, they've got some five stars, some big time high school kids coming in, but who's, who's the guy behind them? It's, uh, uh, what's his name again? Uh, they, they, actually not bad. Milrow, Milrow. Jay yeah. Milrow who runs like a four, uh, four, right. one. Right. But that, <laughs> I mean, that could be a place. So I think there's, there's... I, I will say some of these kids, maybe a lot of them, especially the more high profile ones entering the portal are probably doing so because they were recruited into the portal. <laughs> With NIL money and they already they're formality. Okay, well they're portal. probably set. Yeah, they're already they, but, they know what they're doing before. There's always they, back channeling going. Yeah, on. who is gonna I, bid for me the highest? Well, I think 100%. they already they probably some of these ones that are like locked in starters on really oh, yeah. really good programs yep. are, are leaving because they already have they already know where they're going. They've got the money all lined up and everything's good. To go. Absolutely, You're, you hit it right on the head, fish. Absolutely. Um, turn turning it over before we get before we we get out of here. We've got some big news in recruiting. Um, as uh, the Hurricanes really, you know, did some damage this 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 weekend and, and late last week as well. With is it three commitments? Yeah, one, one is a flip, and then so we got one flip, and we've got a linebacker. Am I missing someone? Who's the other one that am I missing? It was it three or two? I think you had three. Oh, it was three. Okay, I got it. Never mind. Uh, let's start off with the first one. Actually, two flips. What am I talking about? Two big flips. 
All right, one for a kid that uh, me and Blue actually uh, saw when uh, we met him over at uh, camp um, earlier earlier this year. We'll mention th- this one, which I think this is the biggest one. We're talking about a kid who's committed to a playoff team, the highest-ranked commit on in their class right now, Miami, Mario Cristobal, and everybody went over there and they snatched them. And we're talking about uh, big 6'7", 255-pound Collins Achiampong out of uh, California. Uh, but he is commi- he was committed to Michigan, flipped over to Miami Hur- to the Miami yeah. Hurricanes. Uh, I'm going to go through all three of them because we can kind of all t- touch base on, on some of that. So that's the first one, which was huge, right? We're talking about a big-time four-star prospect um, who's a little raw, but, I mean, you can't teach that size. You can't teach – you know, that athletic ability. So six foot seven, 255 pound uh, defensive end, uh, potential defensive tackle, right? A guy that could probably play inside and outside at the next level. Uh, That's a huge pickup from the number two ranked team in the country, a playoff team in Michigan, flips them over to the Miami Hurricanes. The the next one that I want to talk about is another big, humongous flip in all sense of the word. Okay, a guy that, you know, all of a sudden, you know, the minute that you, know, you start to hear that he is, you know, a really, really big-time prospect playing really well in Georgia, right? He's a kid out of Georgia. Uh, uh, Joshua committed, Horton. Yeah. Yep, committed to North Carolina. But then you're starting to get, you know, Georgia on him. You're starting to get Alabama on him. On him. Well, before that, Miami was on him. And Miami f- was able to flip uh, another big-time defensive tackle, Josh Joshua Horton, uh, from Georgia. Sandy Creek, Georgia, if I'm not mistaken. Or maybe – Joshua. No, Sandy Creek is actually. Um, he went to Fairburn High School. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Marcellius Pullman. Uh, no, that kid's a big time kid. That, is, now that's a kid is, from Sandy Creek. Yep, blue. T- so he's the high school commit out of Sandy Creek, Georgia. Big kid, six foot three, two hundred and twenty pounds. Talk yeah. a little bit about about him, and then the other two as well. If you got a little bit of info. Yeah, on yeah. Uh, Pulliam's really nice. I mean, he's a kid. He's a big kid. Uh, you know, lot, actually, when he. I think during his junior year, they projected him as being a defensive end because he had the size, but he never really gained the weight. Um, He's got speed. I mean, the kid could run. I watched him during a camp last summer, and, uh, you know, I mean, I was just thoroughly impressed. And this is a guy that probably didn't have to show, was at University of Florida, and probably didn't have to show out as much as he did, but he did. I mean, and that kind of, you know, that kind of really – made me think, wow, you know, that that's a gamer. And I just kind of forgot about him until the last couple of days. And then you mentioned Joshua Horton. The thing about Joshua, I mean, this is a, a massive defensive tackle. I mean, he's like 6'4", almost 290. Uh, I remember the one thing that I remember about him, big hands, great reach, long reach. Um, I'll tell you what, and this is a kid has a passion for the game. I mean, he loves playing the game. He loves being around it. I mean, he's a work. The thing that's going to endear him to the coaching staff is he's a weight room rat. You know, he'll get in there and he, he'll go in there for hours and, uh, you know, and, and try to be in the best condition. And I remember his coach telling me the reason why is that <clears throat> he watched all these guys growing up before him that were pretty big, and but they never went into the weight room and they always got hurt. And he figures that this, you know, not only will he be in great shape, but uh, probably prevent some injuries and he could stay on the field because you're not really valuable. But I, those two guys definitely are, are I think, huge assets. Oh yeah, uh, look what I love about what I love about Pullman, what I love about this linebacker class as a whole. I mean, every every single linebacker that's committed to this school right now to the Canes 
is bigger than the linebackers we have there, with the oh, exception yeah. of maybe uh, Wes and 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 Chase, uh, right. which are probably your your biggest guys. But the Caleb Spencer kid that they got. Oh too. yeah, he's the, another kid that could play safety or or linebacker. Right, right. right. He's that. Yeah, big, but you got to remember, he's he's getting bigger, and he's the last yeah. I heard he was like 218, 220. Ooh. That's so a big dude. Yeah, you're looking at a kid who's got a really good frame, about 6'2", 220. I, I really liked him. I'm, Yeah, you're right. I mean, the linebacking class as it is, is, I mean, but that's a, a position of need. Even Bobby Washington, who's like 6'3", and 220. He might end himself. up being the best one. I'm telling you, that's how good I love Bobby Washington's uh, game. Yeah, but you know what? And, and this is the thing. Miami's done okay in Georgia, but – you look at the last couple of classes, and they're doing awesome in Georgia. It's usually Florida and Florida State that do well. And then you have Raul Giri, our buddy, who is Popo. still, you know, a, a guy that everybody's coveting, a four-star type kid, you know, another 6'2", 225 type of guy. So I think this linebacker class, you know, and then you look at Malik Bryant, who <clears throat> last week, uh, uh, you know, I had a chance to watch a film of him. Uh, in last week's game against Homestead, they lost uh, yeah. to Homestead. But you know, I talked to a couple of the Homestead kids, and they they said he's really he's really really good. He moves real well, and um, yeah, yeah. That's uh, and that's the thing. This the playoff time now. You got a lot of these kids, especially in the state of Florida, whether it be like Central and like with Bain and and guys like that. And then you look at the, like a heritage and. You know what could happen with with Fletcher, and 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 now that Brandon Innes said he's going to wait until uh, until February to make his decision. So you never know. I mean, and then Brown, who played a really really good game against Jacksonville Bowles the other night, a lot of people love him, and I got a chance to see him up close and personal two weeks in a row. Um, you know, and uh, I like him a lot as well. And see, but this is also when a time that you look at a lot of those kids like Cormani McLean will be in action. We'll get a chance to see him down here uh, next week because uh, they play Venice, I believe, on Friday afternoon uh, at 1 o'clock over at Drive Pink Stadium. So we'll get a chance to lay our eyes on him a little bit. Um, uh, Venice with a couple of kids too. So I see that's what's good about those state playoffs. I, people are going to find these guys. And, you know, there's studs on Lake Wales that nobody knows about. And all of a sudden they come to the game and a couple of coaches will be there. And all of a sudden they go, wait a minute. I like that kid, Elliot, or I like that kid, Lewis, or, you know, and that's, that's what happens. And, uh, you know, I mean, like Shamanah Madonna, you know, I mean, unfortunately Shamanah has to play this week up in Tallahassee instead of, you know, in the mainstream down here, but college coaches will be there. And uh, you look at, you know, we have small schools in this state like Northview and Hawthorne and, like Hawthorne's got Jalen Ruth, who's going to Washington State. Uh, you know, I mean, so you look at a lot of these small schools. The kid um, uh, Malachi Wilson from uh, Northview, which is a little teeny school, is going to Notre Dame. So in the state of Florida, it doesn't really matter uh, size of the school. We've always had talent. You look back in the day of Andre Wadsworth. He went to a freaking Florida Christian. <laughs> so, uh, you know, it happens. And, and that's why this recruiting period is going to be real important because as you mentioned, a lot of the coaches around the country and a lot of these, you know, states still are in the, in playoffs like Georgia, Florida, Texas, they're still in the, in the playoffs. So this gives them an opportunity to go to the practices and see these kids, uh, you know, 
instead of just watching them on film, they get a chance to see them live. So I think that's important. Yep. I agree. I agree. D DJ, um, how excited are you about Collins at Champong and uh, Josh Horton uh, flipping from Michigan and UNC respectively? I think it's huge, especially Anchampong. I was very uh, sad when he initially announced his commitment to Michigan. And, you know, I he's a big guy. He can move really quickly for his size. And he's an impact player defensively. And we've seen, you know, Miami land a couple of, you know, defensive commitments in the class that can really make an impact. So I think landing a guy like Anchampong, you know, I'm not going to say, I'm not going to go as so far to say he can be the cornerstone of the class, but he can definitely be a key piece. I think, you know, you look for these versatile, you know, playmakers and he fits the bill. And, you know, I think those two together will be able to help lay the foundation for the you know future of Miami's defense. Real quick, before we get to you, Vish, um, just, excuse me, a couple of things that Anthony was uh, saying here on the chat. Thanks, Anthony, for a shout out. Um, you know, I, I, I look at, he says here at the end, I look at Collins at, at, at the same point. He kind of reminds me of Gregory coming out of high school. Do you guys agree? No, I'll tell you why I don't agree. Greg, Greg Rousseau <laughs> coming out of high school is 6'6", 210 pounds, 215 pounds. Uh, Collins at Champong is 6'7", 250 almost already. Uh, this is, and I'm not saying whole different that, animal there. Yeah, a whole different animal. Now, Greg, obviously, you know, Rousseau ended up being an absolute stud here, uh, but he took a couple years to really get into that. You know, he had to gain 40, 50 pounds. Um, and now you see how much more dominant he is even in the NFL, right? He's, a, he's, he's an absolute monster. But I think that Collins could, could end up being a guy that plays defensive tackle for this team. That's how big he is now, right? You're talking about 6'7", 250 now. Um, if you throw in another 20, 30 pounds on him, you're talking about a six foot seven, 280, 290 pound kid. <laughs> that, I mean, that's a monster. That's a defensive tackle. That's big time SEC football style defensive tackles, right? That's what you want out there. So, uh, I mean, even as a defensive end, you see these defensive ends in the SEC that are six, seven, two sixty, two seventy. That's the kind of guy that Collins at Champagne can be. Right, right off the bat, in in a, in a year or two, he's got to learn some moves. Right, doesn't have the hands right now, but but he's a strong, big kid who needs to develop that stuff. Fish, yeah. uh, your thoughts on Collins, and also, of course, Josh Horn, and even um, you know Marcellus Pulliman. Excuse me. Yeah, no, on on Collins Achimpong, I, I think the big thing, and and if you watch Michigan play, that's what Mario is trying to be. Yeah. And I know everyone's in love with Tennessee winging the ball over the field. He wants to be Michigan, and that's why you hire their offensive coordinator, and you can see how physical they are. And you look at Collins Ashenbach, it's like that's how they get physical. They get kids and, and like that. And by the way, for the people that think that they don't throw the ball around, no, uh, they throw it around. McCarthy threw three touchdowns last yeah, no, week. They, they throw, throw it around, around but they they, he, just around. Wants to, he wants to physically control the game. And, yep. you know, that that is that requires dudes. <laughs> and Collins Ashenbach. You, those are the types of kids Michigan's been getting to get to the place they are now. Yep. So you can kind of see that through line. That's why he was committed there. It's a massive get, figuratively and literally. I mean, this is these are the types of kids when you want to. And by the way, you see these teams get in the red zone. They run the same damn play we do. We're just going to hand it to the running back on the two yard except they can move people out of the way. Right. I mean, it's just it's exactly. it's, it's it is it is this is the steps towards being that physically dominant team, which is how he wants to play. 
Like that is the intention here. So we're not going to go away from that. And, but you got to get the dudes to do it. And you know, that flip is huge. It's huge for momentum. Like you said, pulling a kid off of a team, not just that was, that's in the playoffs is one of the best teams in the country. Second year in the playoffs in a row, but fits them really well. Right. So it wasn't like a situation where like, yeah, we might be a better fit. No, he's just, he believes in the dream. And I think Mario can sell it. And that's what you consistently see because there is nothing we put on the field that would convince anyone to come yeah. here. To be honest, he's, he's selling something that's not he there. But... That dream. Yep. And you can see the vision. You can see what he's trying to do, and that's why he constantly talks about physicality. And now you're bringing in kids like Colin Zachampong, who are physical like that. And that's when you see those kids develop as freshmen, sophomore, juniors. Then you're going to see the same damn plays we're running now. That, that don't work and when other teams run at us and all of a sudden those 10 15 yard games like this guy missed the tackle what's going on turn into one and two yard losses it's because you get dudes like this yep so, one of many that are needed but this is a yep. step in the right direction uh, a couple things uh, jared sanders do you think we will bring back uh we'll bring gaddis back i'm not going to speculate on that right now he's recruiting He's out on the trail. He's recruiting guys, and uh, we may, we may not. I'm not, I'm not sure what's going to happen there. I think we're all going to have to wait, uh, Anthony. But that style of offense doesn't really fit into the ACC, uh, though we were more of a spread. Right? No, look, listen. Yeah, I, I don't really care what the style of oh, who's who's to say what the style of offense is in the ACC. I really don't care what the and neither does Mario Cristobal either. He's going to bring his style of offense. Um, uh, which which is like that, right? Punch you in the mouth, run run you over, bring in those big uglies. So I don't think he really cares if it fits into the ACC. What does yeah, that even really also, mean? Right? What also, does that really mean? Right, like like yeah. like Michigan would have walked the ACC this year. So <laughs> I, I don't <laughs> I don't know exactly what we're talking about here. Right. I mean, I I know there is you know certain conferences the teams tend to trend a certain direction, but that doesn't mean that's successful on a national level. Yeah. Right. And and even even the the Michigan's probably the extreme case of a team that just wants to run it down your throat. All those Jasmine, they throw it too, but yeah. you know that's. But Alabama's doing the same thing. They got dudes, and they're just going to get physical with you too. It's just it's just a different formation. It's a lot less overt. Right. Clemson does the same thing. Yep. Yep. Right. I mean, they're gonna they use their quarterback as a battering ram. Like yep. I, mean, I think I think you know we focus too much on formation. These are. All teams that get bigger, faster, stronger dudes than you and push your that's butt it. And that's about. how they win every week. Because the best team that's relying on precise passing constantly, eventually the quarterback's going to have a bad day or receivers are going to drop up passes or whatever. Or you're going to run into a badass yeah. defense that yeah. can stop that. Yeah, that can just overwhelm you. And, and the teams that consistently are in the playoffs or around the playoffs are the teams that are physically dominating. Because right. that happens every week. Yeah. You saw and, and, the thing on, and, and the thing on Gaddis, I'll just say, like, obviously, I don't know either. And, and Jazz is crap. We shouldn't be speculating. Whether he is or not, if if you're dreaming of him going and us bringing in, like, a Chip Kelly clone to run that type of offense, that ain't happening. That's so, not going to happen. <laughs> so whatever happens there, it happens. But I wouldn't expect some kind of dramatic shift in approach. Yep. What were you going to say, DJ? I'm sorry. I was going to say, you saw it when Ohio State took on Michigan a couple weeks ago. I mean... Ohio State had very good receivers, and, you know, they had great seasons, but at the same time, Michigan was just able to pound the rock until the second half, and then that wore down the defense to open up the big plays. I mean, you know, even Ohio State, not necessarily this year, but 
you know, a couple of years ago, had the running backs to go toe to toe to wear down the defenses and then open up. Well, they had know, him this year. He just got hurt. Trevion, oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mayan Williams, they just got hurt. Also, um, the receivers were pretty good. So, well, I mean, I that, you got to yeah. use them. You but they love them. to pound the football too, though. Yeah, right. Yeah, and, and absolutely. It's just different formations, like this, and different different ways of doing it. But they they love to pound the football, and that's that's important. Uh, Ian mentioned, yeah, Mesador, Kelly, Maz, Hachimpong, Wayne. We have the bodies at the position. It's the interior where the problem is. Yeah, look, um, I they're they're recruiting the interior. I mean, uh, we a lot of you didn't mention them, but Josh Horton is the real deal. Holyfield, that kid on the inside. Uh, Blue, I don't know if you've gotten to see Josh Horton play much. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's what I was commenting on him before. That's the um, kind of kid that can come in and make a difference on the inside. No as doubt, well. no doubt. You so, know, big physical kid. Yep, yep. And they, and trust me, uh, if they don't get him in in uh, recruiting <coughs> in recruiting to high school, <clears throat> trust me, the transfer portal is there. There's some going to be some big uglies that are going to uh, end up popping up in in the, in the portal as well. So, um, let's see what else do we have here. Uh, Blue, for you, in the state of Florida, in terms of recruiting this year, who is the most underrated corner safety or linebacker that nobody talks about because of the school that they play for? Hmm. Most underrated. That's a tough question, huh? Yeah, it kind of is. Um, if you want to noodle on that for a second, I'll, I'll talk a little bit about yeah, go this, ahead. <laughs> this, which is the pipeline to Texas. So – we need, we need to recruit nationally to actually be a successful program. There's a lot of talent in Texas. So it would be, you know, a failure on our part if we're not going in there to pull I'm sure they're kids. trying to do that, yeah. yeah. But sure. there's not going to be a huge Texas to Miami pipeline. There's Texas is there, A&M's there, TCU's there. The Texas. Oklahoma reaches in there and pulls players yeah. out. So, like, I mean, we, we're going to – we need right. to go in there and selectively pull kids. And obviously we should take anyone talented, but – there's just not going to be this mass of players coming in from from Texas to, to Miami. By the way, Ruben Bain, yes, he is a defensive end, correct. And he's a five-star defensive end, and they have him ranked as a four-star. That's ridiculous. But that's a, that's a discussion for another for another time. So I could give you a, a, a player that I think is really being under-recruited. Is that, his name is DJ Holmes, defensive end from Pahokee. Ended up with 32 sacks this year. Wow. Uh, kid's a monster. And, um, you know, he could be an outside linebacker. And I think, you know, a lot of people aren't looking at him because they play him at defensive end at Pahokee. And I think that, you know, that's one of the kids that I, I was talking about. There's a ton of kids. It's just that the only thing is, is in, especially in the state of Florida, there's so much talent, but, you know, it, it, you know, as I was telling a couple of the coaches the other day from colleges who asked me the same question about who's under the radar, who's under the radar, not anymore. You know, you don't get that anymore because if a kid could play, everybody's going to see him, you know, coach will tell, you know, uh, Andrew Ivins or will tell, you know, somebody like that. And before you know it, everybody will know about him. So it's, there's not a lot of secrets, but guys like DJ Holmes and, and kids of, uh, you know, like that, um, they seem to be uh, the only reason why they're under 
recruit is because they're they're looked at at one position and they really should be playing another, like the James Williamses of this world, who everyone looks at as a safety while he should be playing an outside linebacker or whatever, or rush. Could be a hell of a rush end, but uh, yeah, no, I um, I'll think. So is he, you know is what he someone doing? you would think Miami should should be? In? I, I'm looking at just looking at his offer sheet. He's got Pitt, UCF, Wake. Um, well, so you think that you think he's like a Miami oh, ACC schools, right? Not yeah, well, they're yeah, all but, ACC schools, Vish. So, but, but if we if we take the same schools as those kids, we can't lie to ourselves in the fall and say we have more talent, regardless of what we're seeing on the field. So, but you know what? If if, if that's an attitude a lot of people were taking for the last five years, and meanwhile, Wake Forest is the second best team, and Pitt's going to a bowl. I know we're definitely worse than all the teams. Just, no, UCF I'm just saying. Well. So you get a guy like DJ Holmes and you put him in a situation where, you know, he, he, I mean, you already have the package and you already know now you develop him, And that's what I'm saying. He's a kid that's And like I said, if you look at his film, I mean, he's quick off the ball, but here's a kid also, I think you played, he's got quickness and speed. So, right. and uh, he's, a kid, no, he's a kid that you might see, you know, his first year kind of develop and, and open up some people's eyes. Yeah, then, I mean, and all of a sudden a, he's in the transfer portal. No, yeah, well, <laughs> see, that's another thing too. I mean, you're going to get in a situation now. It's almost how public schools feel uh, right. is that they develop the kids as freshmen and sophomores and into their junior year. And then all of a sudden some private school takes them for their final year. So that's like this portal has been going on a long time in high school. It just hasn't right. been called the portal. You the know, first so, guy, the uh, first kid I remember, I, I remember just when I started getting into this, the first kid I remember that that happened to was Patrick Robinson. Oh he yeah. Kid, kid played what uh, two or three years at South Miami. And then went to uh, Gulliver snatched him up. And that was the end of that. And I was like, so happy. Cause it was my alma mater. We got Patrick Robinson who's a stud, you know, and uh, there goes that. I mean, um, you know, well, South Miami two years ago had that kid uh, who's playing at Georgia tech baseball. Who was a hell of a defensive end, uh, six five, two hundred. Kyle Wright. Kyle yes. Wright. Yes, yes, pretty decent. See, and I try to urge Miami to get on him, but he's playing uh, baseball you know, the, huh? He's playing baseball over there. Starts at center field for Georgia Tech. Get out of here. Yeah. Well, I know he played baseball at South Miami too. So that's yeah, he was a well. That was his main sport. They yeah. just grabbed him over to the football side. Um, but yeah, he was a defensive end. He was all state, uh, all state defensive end too. Yeah, if yeah, I'm not mistaken. Yeah, See, those are the type of kids to me. Right, but well, I, what I'll do this week, I'll, I'll put, compile a, a list of guys that I think that, you know, Miami should go, you know, that they have a chance to go. They, that guys are under the radar because I'll, I, this is the time of year that, that I start going through all my lists and because college coaches ask me with the same question you were just asking me. So, and there's some, you know, when I get a lot of film, you know, I mean, uh, you know, you look at Bishop Vero and Miami's taking a player from there every year the last couple of years. Yeah. Uh, you know, and they got a, a sophomore quarterback in Carter, who's 6'5", 220. So same thing like the other night. You know, I watched um, – um, uh, what's his name, uh, the coach from the uh, Tampa Bay Bucks? I uh, can't think of his name. Uh, what's, what's his head? Uh, he Bowles? used to be here. Both. I watched his son. Now, his son's going to Georgia right. uh, as a linebacker. But he's 6'1", 190. So, and he played safety the other night against St. Thomas. So you, you look at guys like that and then you say to yourself, wait, wait a minute. Uh, you know, that's a kid. If he goes to a SEC at a linebacker, even if he's 210. Yep. I mean, those guys are 6'3", 230 and 240. 
Yep. You know, and, and you look at some of those guys like that. So, yeah, we'll come up with a, By the way, uh, a list for next uh, week. So it looks like Miami has started to offer a couple of guys from the transfer portal. First one was a Bram Walden, who's an offensive lineman that entered the portal from Oregon. Um, also a kid out of UTEP, Jeremiah Byers, apparently has confirmed that he's a, he's an offensive lineman from UTEP. Uh, there's been some other guys that they have offered recently. Um, I mean, you also, you got to kind of trust Mario to evaluate the offensive line position. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so, so I don't. I, don't I wouldn't pay that much this. attention to like the school because he'll, he'll. Oh yeah, know. I don't care about the school. Yeah, he he's evaluated. It's all about what, the film doesn't lie. So, uh, what's up, Max? What's up, Daddy? Um, yeah, Daryl. The whole so the so the Daryl um, Jackson thing of him, about him going to FSU uh, had legs. I didn't want to kind of mention it because I wanted to see you know you know someone would announce it, but apparently it's it's. You know, it's it's an issue with when it comes to the health of family members, and he's from that area, so uh, it's it looks like he is gonna go there. So, uh, what do you have? Max has a question for Blue. Blue, your thoughts on Zach Katz? <laughs> he's in eighth grade. Uh, <laughs> uh, what a year he had. Um, uh, Max, he'll come he'll... on here talking all this mess. Jesus, yeah. So, uh, he was of... the second leading, third leading passer in the state of Florida as an eighth grader. That's wild. Uh, so, a couple of things, Anthony. For your question, we spent like the first forty-five minutes on the portal and talked yeah. about. Yeah, you can every day we could, so you could, you could be part of the again. rewatch crew. Yeah, brother. yeah, you could definitely get that answer. But then uh, Ian had asked the question: Is this even realistic? I don't know how how familiar you guys are with. Conrad yes, Conrad Hussey is the guy that Miami is looking at really, really, really hard. So he's That's a Penn State right. commit right now. Yeah, he is. He is a Penn State commit yeah. right now. But uh, keep your eye I on that. Coach Adai was there the other night. Yeah, watching him, so yeah, keep there's an eye on that one. There's, 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 there's a lot of smoke there. So yeah, keep an eye on that. Anthony also writes between Jakeem Jackson and Damari Brown. I know you butchered Damari's name. That's okay. Uh, who would you guys rather have a corner to pair up with McLean? Um, you butchered his name too. Jesus, Anthony, get it together. And this yeah, year, really. And this where, year's where'd class, you go to I South think. Miami? Hey, hey, easy, easy, easy. <laughs> oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Low blow, whoa. Shots, man. Shots. Low blow. Or North Miami. Okay. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I rather I, have. I love I mean, Brown. Give me, a, give me any of them, really. But yeah. I love Brown. I watched him the, uh, you know, last week going up against some pretty good competition. Um, yeah, Jacob I like Jackson him a lot. did well uh, for Kasimi Osceola as well. Yeah, movement, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a kid that's committed to Florida, so right. Uh, right. Oh, that's good one. Dad. You know, what good did, one. Good kid too. Did, what did Max say? That's my dad's best friend from my from Miami. This nephew. Oh, gotcha. Oh, got cats. You. Yeah, cats. Uh, that's cool. Oh, that's okay. Cool. Uh, Jared Sands. What about Ruben Owens? Uh, the Louisville commit. Yeah, I don't think um, I don't think Miami's going after him. So um, I wouldn't I wouldn't count on 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 Ruben Owens. Uh, and I, I'm sure you're saying that because Scott Satterfield is leaving to go coach at Cincinnati. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Damari Brown is a stud, uh, but Jakeem Jackson is pretty good too. J- Damari Brown, though, I mean, he keeps playing around. He's going to lose out on that spot. I'm just letting you now, uh, letting you know now. But uh, he's the real deal, Holyfield. Also, so yeah, um, I think he makes his decision after the state game. Yeah, I um, fresh. Uh, another good question. Texas A&M quarter, cornerback Denver Harris. Um, I don't think they go after him. Uh, I think that he is an elite talent. He can come in and start right away, but I think his off the field issues, his character has been a big thing. And we know that that's what Mario, uh, he wants. He wants high character guys that are hard workers and that are going to come out um, and ball out. So another name to look out for is Sam McCall, who's obviously a big time kid 
played with Carmani McLean over at uh, – God, I don't Lake remember Gibson. the school. Lake, Lake Gibson. Gibson. There you go. Lake Gibson uh, ended up signing. He was a five-star prospect, ended up signing with Florida State last year. He's in the transfer portal. There's some smoke there with Sam McCall as well. So you guys that want cornerbacks, trust me, they're going after a lot of the big-time cornerbacks as well, not only in the transfer portal but in high school. So, uh, yes, so Clark is the linebacker that's committed to Stanquan Clark, big-time prospect out of uh, – he's at Central, right, Blue? Yeah, uh, Stanquan? Yeah, Stanquan. Yeah. So he's another kid that Miami – yes, Miami is still in play Big-time kid, big-time kid. Playmaker. Yep. He is, he is. Fills so up I the stat sheet. I'd love to see that. I'd love to see that. Yeah, Sam McCall does have some some diva issues, but uh, I think that if he uh, if he gets it under control, I think uh, I, I don't see how you can't go after him. So uh, he's he's I think he's 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 that dude. Um, so a lot of great questions here uh, by Fresh, by Dave, and Anthony, and, and the, excuse me, the whole crew. Um, we do appreciate it. We will be back on. Uh, Blue, maybe we can do something uh, for next Monday with with that list. Uh, yeah, and we'll compile a list. I'm sure next Monday is going to be even crazier. We got a lot yeah, of things. And th- those are on. those are good kids to look at because you got to have some developmental under the radar kids because of the way Absolutely. the transfer portal is going. You got to have some kids that show up expecting to sit a year or two, just because yeah. the portal's wide open and and you know you get the five star in there, they don't play immediately. They're not waiting anymore. They're gone. What you're seeing here, so. You do need some of those three, three and four star under the radar kids that that know what's going to take them a little bit of time to develop, yep. and that way you can build them and the, and they'll stick around because a lot of these big time recruits they've been they they've been the big man on high school campus and they show up yep. to college and they give it a whole three months. I mean, if you think about that, I mean these kids enrolled in August, they're it's out crazy. already. Crazy. Les, love it. Love the love, man. Uh, smash the like button before you go. Yes, make sure you guys smash that like button. Uh, help us out there uh, with that. And, um, and make sure you guys subscribe to the channel so you guys can, can get all the content that we that we have coming at you. We're going to have a huge show. Uh, wow, what, what date is December 21st? Um, it's on a Wednesday, I think. That's a Wednesday? Okay, Wednesday. Or Wednesday or Thursday, I think. I don't know. We're going to have a big, big, big show. That is uh, early National Signing Day, and uh, we'll obviously have a lot of great info there as far as the transfer portal is concerned. Also, but keep it locked because we got a huge recruiting show that Wednesday. It's going to be big. I'm just letting you guys know it's going to be big. It's going to be a monster. So make sure you guys tune in for that because we're going to have people from everywhere. We're talking about Miami Flow Media. We're talking about uh, – uh, potentially uh players that are are, are are going to sign with the hurricanes we got a lot of things going on so make sure you keep it locked uh but real quick before we get out of here let's give a shout out to price picks uh which is our sponsor for the night uh always uh doing a big price fix make sure you guys go to pricepicks.com here's how it works right you go you when you go log in make sure you put in the code five f-i-v-e and price picks will match up to a hundred dollars on your initial deposit first hundred dollars you don't even have to use it all at one time here's how it works uh, you can you can mix and match players from different uh, leagues, from different um, uh, positions. You can do it all from different leagues, different games, uh, different um, uh, different sports, everything. The whole nine. You can mix and match uh, anywhere between two and five players. It all depends on how much money you want to win. So go to pick between two and five players. 
pick the over under on their individual categories that they have. So, for instance, if uh, um, if Josh Allen's uh, um, uh, over under on passing yards is 250, you choose the over under on that and you win on that, right? So, make sure you guys check it out pricepicks.com. Use the code word five F I V E and they will match your initial deposit up to a hundred dollars. Make sure you use the code five F I V E. When you uh, when you check it out, that's PricePicks.com. Uh, again, make sure you guys check us out every Monday night at eight thirty p.m. here on the Five Reasons Sports YouTube channel. It's the Six Rings King Show. Uh, make sure you smash the like button, subscribe, check us out. We've got some big things coming for you on the transfer portal and, of course, recruiting as always. Uh, you got to hear from the best, Larry Bluestein, and then the other three schmucks that are me, Vish, and DJ. Yeah, uh, right. That's how we work around here, baby. Uh, but we do appreciate everybody um, on the chat and everybody watching and the rewatch crew. Take it easy. We'll see you guys on Monday. And uh, as always, go Kings. Let's do it. The Six Rig King Show. Yeah. The Six Rig King Show. Yeah. Six rings can't show. <laughs> you know. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.